This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We're keeping the wheel rolling, baby. It's not Steelers related this time, though. We're going NFL league wide. A thousand questions having to do with the NFL as the 2023 offseason gets underway for most teams. If you're not from Philadelphia or Kansas City, they still have unfinished business oh, yeah. to take care of in a couple of weeks. But let's spin that sucker. I got okay. a lot of questions on there after all, a thousand mm-hmm. of them. Let's try to get through all of them if we, if we have time. Give it a spin. These are NFL-related questions, NFL-related right? okay. questions. So you wrote 2,000 questions. Right. Does an NFL team go from worst to first in the year 2023? Ooh. Okay, it's let, happened me, two let years. me break out the standings It's happened here. two years in a row. The Bengals went from worst to first in the AFC North two years ago, and the Jags did it in the mm. South last year. All right, let me crank out these standings or break them out. I'll tell you who I think has the best okay, chance. Okay, I'm to just going to go division by division. Is that okay? Or do, would you rather me. just go by who has the best chance? Do what you want, brother. Who has the best chance in your eyes? Well, I, I can only see one that has a legitimate chance just because the division is so bad. It's and the that's Falcons. Atlanta, it's the Atlanta <laughs> Falcons, right? Same page. Yeah. Yeah, division is trash. They don't have a quarterback in that division anywhere. Like, who's the Saints starting quarterback next year? Well, they don't, don't have know. a head coach either. <laughs> Head coach has been in the booth. They have Dennis Allen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He wasn't the coach last year. Keep up. Peyton wasn't the head coach last year. I'm just, I I just said Peyton was in the booth last year, but he's not coming back to play with New Orleans. Carolina, Sam Darnold, are they the most, you know, for sure of their quarterback position right now? Or is it Desmond Ritter in Atlanta? Uh, is it even Desmond Ritter? Is it Blaine Gabbard in Tampa at this point? Is it even Desmond Ritter in Atlanta? That's, it's just so, like, it could have, like, here's the thing, Tom, is that, that team right now is Atlanta, but it could be New Orleans, it could be Carolina, and I could just say it could be them because they're all tied at 7-10. Seven seven and 10. Ten. The only reason that Atlanta is there is because they have the worst division record, but so did New Orleans, right? They lost to New Orleans, though, head-to-head, the Falcons. That's they got swept by them? That's why they're in the That's why. So, like, it's not like they're that much worse than the other teams. No, which is why I think that this is a savvy choice for right. first to first. exactly, because it could— it could be Carolina, New Orleans, or Atlanta in that position, and I would say, yeah, they have the best chances because that division has one 8-9 team and three 7-10 teams. I'll give you a couple other ones. Okay. Two teams that I think have the talent to do it, but I think are in the wrong divisions. I think Denver has a chance to maybe yeah, be worse they're in the first, wrong but division, they're in the wrong division. Yep. And I think the Browns maybe have a chance, but again, I think they're in the, the wrong, wrong division. division. I mean, it also on paper, too, like— is Deshaun Watson going to work out? That's true too. Like, like will will the whole offseason plus preseason actually help him? Yes, that remains to be seen. Obviously, dark horse. I'll throw the Texans in there just because. What okay, if Bryce spicy. Young is really good? Yeah. Right. Like, what if he hits the ground running and is an awesome quarterback? Or Stroud, and, what, whichever one they go. Right. With. And I think D'Amico Ryan is a, a phenomenal hire as a head coach. He was an All Pro for the the Texans as a linebacker in his playing mm-hmm. days. Kind of very Vrabel-esque, if you ask me. Like, I know Vrabel wasn't necessarily all about the Titans, you know, in his playing career, but mm. just that kind of guy that was, I don't want to say recently removed from the game, but a decade ago he was playing for the Texans. So he's got a connection with the modern NFL, mm-hmm. and, I mean, you can't argue with what he did in San Fran as a defensive coordinator. So I think I think they've got a great coach in, in place there for Houston. Yeah. And if they hit on the quarterback in the draft class, they'll be they'll be a force sooner rather than later. Yeah, and it's just a question of are the Jags legit, too? Which I think they are. 
So we've addressed four divisions, the AFC North, the AFC South, the AFC West, and then the NFC South. The other four in I don't, question— I don't give any chance to the— Well, the AFC boys. East— uh, Even the, if Rodgers The Bills are going to be there, but the Jets, if they get Rodgers— Still not going to beat the Bills. Will probably be thing. second, yes. right? At, at the best. Uh, the NFC East is interesting because you know, you, know, you know the record, or you know the streak, right? Yes, it's been a different team for— It's what? been a div- different division winner every single year. There have been no back-to-back division winners since 2004. I, I don't think that— if that streak does continue, which it might, I don't think it's the Commanders that sneak up there. It would probably be Dallas or, or, or the or Giants. Even the Giants. Like it's just. But yeah. my gut tells me the Eagles are so good they're going to win again next yeah, year. Yeah, so that's. But we've said that so many times. True. The last like what almost twenty years now. So put it this way: even if the Eagles do fall off, I still view the Cowboys and the Giants as better than the Commies yeah. next year. Anyway, so that's so three it, teams. it just won't be. If it's not the Eagles, it doesn't mean it has to be the Commies. It could exactly. be. Uh, and then in the NFC West, it's not going to be the Cardinals because the Falcons, or I'm sorry, the Niners are just going to be that good again. Seahawks are going to be just have, as good, I think. Mm-hmm, and right. then the Rams are going to be better because I think Stafford's going to be healthier, and I, I, and I think get, they're going to be get, better. Well, him and Cup will be healthy. Yeah. And McVay's staying, so I think that they're going to be better. The, the last one, Bears yeah. have no shot because I think the Lions are going to win the NFC North next year. And if it's not them, then I'd still probably pick the Vikings to finish in front Here's of Here's a spicy question for you. Oh, you're going to love this. Will the Packers come in last in the NFC North next year? If Rodgers isn't there, there's a chance. If if Rodgers is there, I because say there's no chance. the Bears are going to get a lot of draft help. Yes, uh, they should the get first the best defensive player in the draft, Will Anderson, mm-hmm. this year with the first overall pick because everybody else wants a quarterback in that top five. And they don't, and need, they, it. They don't need it. So they'll get a great defensive player, a defensive anchor they need since they traded away Khalil Mack, since they traded away Roquan Smith. They need to get you know, their defensive identity back. And they need wide receiver help desperately for Justin Fields. I mean, Chase Claypool ain't it. We know that here in Pittsburgh. They they got to find right. a weapon for him to really decide, is he great or not? That's that next step. It's it's like we saw in this offseason with Tua and Hurts. They went out and got them weapons mm-hmm. and then said, all right, guys, it's on you. Hurts proved it. He's an MVP. I could see him in the league for a while. He's going to get his second contract. Tua was proving it. Then he got the concussion problem, so I think the jury's still out on him. You got to give that kind of testing ground for Fields now. You got to give him a guy that he can go to and say, "Is he legit as a number one quarterback with yeah. weaponry that's you know complementary of his number one status, or does he not know how to use guys like Odell Beckham Jr. just to throw a name out?" And here's the thing, but here's one thing for you on the on the Bears. Like it's possible that Fields has this turnaround or this extra gear that's hit. Or this thing in his in his brain that clicks and he can take off. Right? He could just take that division by storm and have like a Lamar Jackson like season in twenty eighteen when Lamar won MVP and won fourteen and two. Now granted, Baltimore wasn't three and fourteen the year before. Yes. That's a that's a big grand granted that you're throwing in there. Yeah. All right, spin the wheel. All right. Wow, very declarative statement in the front end of this question from the wheel. The 49ers will make the playoffs in 2023, but will Trey Lance be the starting quarterback for the first playoff game? Oh, wow. 
We know about the news of Purdy now that UCL tear is going to require Tommy John surgery. He's not going to play next so year. So you believe he won't play at all next year? May, if he's ready to play, it's going to be so deep into the season that I just don't see them making the switch to him coming off of such a severe injury and being, you know, so lacking in pedigree as Brock Purdy is. So I think Trey Lance is going to be the guy this year. But they got to bring in a veteran, right? They got to bring in a guy behind him because he's had injury problems in his young career, Trey Lance has. So I'm going to say no. It'll be someone different. For two reasons. A, they're going to have to bring in somebody different because they can't just move forward with only uh, Trey Lance and Josh Johnson on the roster who can actually play games for them. So they're going to have to bring in a, a guy, like a legitimate number one guy. Uh, whether that's Carr, whether that's Brady, I don't know. But they're gonna have to bring in one or the or Rogers, Rogers. You don't know. Someone's gonna have to come in as a starter, a legitimate Week One ready starter. The other end of it is Trey Lance has started four games in two years. Tom, we're getting to. I mean, it's not just like it was uh, for Joe Burrow, right? Who went down what seven weeks into his rookie season and said. Oh, no, he got hurt. Like, is that the end of his career already? It's happened twice now for Trey Lance. Yeah, I'd be worried about that if I were the Niners. And on top of that, when he has played, he, of the three quarterbacks in the Shanahan system that we've seen, Jimmy G, Purdy, and him, he has by far looked the worst of yeah. the other two when he has played. But you knew that it was a possibility when they drafted him. He was the biggest project in that draft. He right. Started, what was it, like? He started like three games, four in his games, something, career, like, that? something yeah. like that. Yeah, at North Dakota State too. It wasn't even like he was playing. Like it wasn't even Zach Wilson at BYU. Mm-hmm. Like it was even smaller of a level of school than that. And now, and at least you had a sample size to With go Wilson, off of for yeah. Wilson. No, it it was a massive risk and a lot of potential based and drafting a, when it came to Lance and a lot of draft capital given up. Remember they moved up to get him. But the weird thing is, is that hasn't hurt them as much because they've use that draft capital to get a cheap quarterback and that has allowed them to have the space on their roster to get a Christian McCaffrey and to keep a Debo Samuel and to keep a George Kittle and to get a Trent Williams. So like it's it's weird. They eschew the draft capital, but since they have the cheapest their one of their cheapest contract is that one of the most expensive positions, they're able to fill the rest of the roster out immaculately. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. Whoa. I think Lance is going to start next year. Wow. See, if 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 I'm right and it's a no, then that's going to go down as one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Plus, yes. plus, so unnecessary because that team is so good and they gave up one, two, what, three first round or four first round draft picks? Let me look. Well, they traded. Okay, so it was three because they – swapped first-round draft picks that year, but then they traded away the 2022 and the 2023 first-round draft picks. So only two first-round draft picks exchanged or swapped for that, but still, you gave away two first-round draft picks for that guy. I mean, think how good this team could have been if they added, they gave away actually last year, it was a 2022 first-round, a 2022 third-round, and a 2023 first-round to Miami to get that third overall pick for Trey Lance. So, Imagine getting two more draft picks last year to help out, plus one this year to that team that we know is already so talented. Um, 
I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to me that they gave up that much. They had, you know how we've been saying, Tom, uh, the Steelers have three picks in the top 50 this year. Last year, the Niners had two picks in the top 100. And the first one came at 61. It didn't seem to hurt them at all last year, so probably won't hurt them. Eventually, that's going to come back to bite them, you'd have to think. But well, in the, I mean, in this, the here this and now, next year, well, yeah, right. In the, the long term, yeah. But, but you've got to win a Super Bowl if you're going to do it this and way. Again, like, at least like Rams. They, look at the Rams. Right. They've given up everything. F but, picks, But there's right? something in that trophy yeah. case now. Yeah. That's not the case for the Niners. And, you know, you can compare it to the Broncos, right? They gave up yeah. all those picks. Again, nothing in the trophy case right. to show for it yet. So, But they you, gave up less than the Broncos did. So. It's like the Penguins in hockey. When you mortgage the future right. as much as these teams are, you have to, to win. win a trophy. Mm-hmm. You have to, or else it's a failure no matter what. And you're setting up your or your fan base for misery without the payoff oh on the front end of it. So it's not even – when you're miserable, you can't go, yeah, but 2015 was great when we won that trophy. Can't can't regret that. One of the best years of my life. You got to win the trophy. Spin the wheel. And the Penguins did, did get yeah, trophies. Did okay. yeah, it's been a while, but they got trophies. All right, back to back. I'll take that. What do we got? Will the Indianapolis Colts draft a quarterback this year, or will they sign Derek Carr? Mm, that is a great question. I got to go with the former. I'm going to go with the former, too. I think they have finally gotten the let's do the rotating veteran quarterback thing out of their system with mm-hmm. Matt Ryan. I think they finally right? they realized it's not going to work. Again. They, they can't, can't do, do it, it again. again a fourth time. Especially with where they're picking in the draft this yeah. year, in the top five. Now it's set up for them to get one of these the guy. guys. To get the a guy. Levis, a Young, yeah. a Stroud, a Richardson. Those are the big four right now when you look at draft stuff. Uh, I've seen a lot of mock drafts where all four of those guys go in the top ten, by the way. so uh, Which is, you know what? And Richardson's is that guy. Remember, is, every year there's that guy, that the fourth guy comes out of nowhere. Richardson seems to be that guy from great Florida. Great for the Steelers. Because that's four picks of quarterbacks, something they don't they do need. not need a quarterback. And that's four teams picking, so they're not taking away a guy that the Steelers are going to be looking at. I think the Colts take one of Stroud, Levis, or Young in this draft class. Uh, I saw CBS said they would trade up with the Bears and get Levis with the number one overall pick. Um, I'm not going to say that that's ridiculous, because I don't know what of the three is going to be number mm-hmm. one right now. Me, personally, I think Stroud looks pretty good, and I think he might be my favorite, but... Either way, those seem to be a big three. They got to go with the younger quarterback now. They they can't keep doing the retread, mm-hmm. even though it would be a fourth year in a row with. Uh, and listen to this: even though you're at that crossroads again, and the temptation is there because this one, Derek Carr, might be the best option of the past veterans that you've signed. Like right mm-hmm. now in his career, he might be better than where Rivers. Well, he's was. a lot younger. He might be better than. Yeah. He's definitely better than where Matt Ryan is. Oh my god. Like, be hard to be worse. So there's temptation there, I'm sure. Because it's like, well, we did this a lot and it didn't work. But Carr's still young, so maybe this is the one we're supposed to do. If it's if I'm Ursay, I'm saying thanks, but no thanks to the veteran route. I've tried it for three straight years, and I got one playoff appearance from it where we lost to Buffalo in that game with Phillip Rivers as the starter. I got to go younger this time. I got I got to go younger, and it can't be Sam Ellinger younger. It's got to be a legitimate high-ceiling having legitimate top 10 pick of a quarterback. Right. 
That's I how agree. The, no, that's I how Ursay's built his entire kingdom is with right. number one overall picks. Manning and, and luck. luck. Like, he just got very unlucky. With luck. With luck. And then he decided to go into the this other weird way. way, which like he needed to realize that's not how I've ever done it. Yeah, luck screwed me, but I just got to be bad for a couple years and then pick my quarterback again in the top And 10. they were unintentionally bad, though, through those years post-luck. Like, they wanted to win, and they went out and got a veteran guy who they thought could help, and it just did them so dirty. They were just 10-7 and seven at best. Yeah. They just weren't able to get over that, that hump. I don't think they ever won the division during nope, that time. because nope, Rivers was a wild card when he went in to play the Bills in that wild right. card game. Spin the wheel. The, Titan, right. the Titans won the division that year. Name a head coach oh, that will okay. not be a head coach oh. come this time in 2024. All right, let me go back. I'm going to say Brandon Staley. Yeah, I, think I the, like that. I bet but the Chargers you... make the playoffs, but I bet they're one and done again, and I'm sure there's going to be a comedy of errors along the way that he commits that aren't going to be going in his favor. But do you think that uh, with a playoff appearance, they're just going to say, okay, it's enough? And No, because I think that's what they did this year. Mm. I think they gave him that benefit of the doubt this year. It was, yeah, that was a pretty epic collapse in the playoffs in Jacksonville, Brandon. But you did make the playoffs for the first time. You brought Herbert to the playoffs for the first time in his career. So you took a step forward. It was just embarrassing how it ended. Next year, if they make the playoffs and lose in the first round again, and they're kind of stuck in that neutral state of things on top of how embarrassing last year was and probably some embarrassing moments along the way in 2023 that he you know, makes some errors as a coach... I could see him being on the way out. They cannot risk pairing Justin Herbert with a guy that's going to hurt more than help for yeah. too long in his career. So I think there's a couple of categories here. There's some spicy ones, mm. and there are some ones that aren't that surprising. A couple that wouldn't be that surprising uh, to me, Todd Bowles. Good one. Tampa. He looks like a corpse coaching anyway. He just looks lifeless. Uh, and then a, a lot of random guys, too, like Dennis Allen. I know you brought him up for the Saints, but it's just mo- another season of under Yeah, like there's guys like that, obviously. Right. I was avoiding those guys, though, okay. because okay. I want so, the splashy fire. <clears throat> so, like— I got I, another splashy one for hold you. Hold on. I got splash, but I'm just like, I'm naming the guys that wouldn't surprise me, like Eberflus in Chicago— Stefanski and Ch- and Cleveland wouldn't surprise me. That's I don't think that, that's spicy because I think he's I think deserving it's a of it. Spicy. I wouldn't uh, have been surprised if he was fired this year. Arthur Smith in Atlanta if they end up last in that division again. Maybe, but he kind of had them better than expected this year, so he right. might have some leeway. There. So I got some spice now. All right. Um, where where was I? Okay, if they lose the division again, is Mike Vrabel in trouble? Mm, no, I'll say no on that one. Because he's been just such a phenomenal coach he's, for that organization. He's just floating at 500, though, and they just lost the division. If they lose it again, uh, no quarterback. But he's searching for a quarterback. Yeah, right I now. guess. Uh, he's safe to me. Here's another one. Here's lose. a fun one Matt LaFleur. Again, I think he's safe. Just from. Just because he's the, won so it's many not before. his fault if they lose it with no Rodgers. It's not his fault. If they lose without Rodgers, it's maybe not his fault. But, I mean, the past three years before this, he had won 13 games in every single season. All right. So, and, uh, and here's the spiciest one I think I got Mike McCarthy. I like Mike McCarthy, too. That's the one that I was yeah. thinking, too. Jerry, I was surprised he didn't make any moves this I year. I was surprised, too. But they were 12-5. and five. Like that's a, And they won a playoff game on the road for the first time yeah, since right. the early 90s. So, like, that's tough to explain away. Your best season since the early 90s, and you fired the head coach. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get it now. But just similarly to what I was saying with Staley, 
you've checked that box off now if you're McCarthy. So if this happens again next year, if they make the playoffs but lose in the first round, I think it is on the table for Jerry to make some wholesale changes. Some patience being displayed from Jerry Jones right now, which is rare. It upsets a me rare a little sighting. bit just because it's it 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 makes me a little nervous, to be honest with you. But we did also see that Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. gone right. out of Dallas. Mike McCarthy absorbing the play calling duties, putting maybe a little bit more of a target on his back because now he doesn't have the scapegoat. Going, wow, Kellen, right. Kellen was calling the plays. But like, do you also think that he could be safe because a lot of people are putting the emphasis on Dak's performance? That's another great point. Yeah. And I think right Like, who's on the so, hotter seat right now? Dak. Dak, I think so, too. McCarthy did some stupid things, yeah. but Dak was the reason why they Dak, lost. I mean, Dak needs to be the reason they win playoff games or win in the regular season, not the reason they lose them. Yeah, so uh, Dak's sorry, on the hot seat more for me in Dallas. And then, but he's getting paid too much money to be on the hot right, seat. Right, exactly. Uh, another one that is a little bit spicy and that I think you're going to laugh at, Kevin O'Connell. What happens if they just fumble again? What happens? Then he'd be in trouble in 2024, potentially. But, but not, not going to fire him season. after one bad year after going 13-4 and four and winning the division yeah. the year prior. They'll, they'll give him a benefit of the doubt year. Because, like, that, what if they went 5-13 this year? They're uh-huh. not going to fire him, right? Like, they, uh-huh. they'll just chalk it up as us, first-year coaching. Why would it be fair that just because he was so great in his first year, if he takes a little bit of a step back in his second year, if he goes 1-16, then, yeah, he probably is going to get fired. Another one, another one for you, Ron Rivera. That's another last place division finisher. He's like Tomlin esque to me, though. Like him and Carroll. And he's only been there a couple of years, though. I know. But under five hundred, like they like him a lot. I, I would, I would zero hold off playoff on wins. Hold off on Rivera for now. But of the ones that you've mentioned. He's you like, not the most far fetched, that's for sure. Uh huh. All right. Spin I, the wheel. I feel like there was one more that I was looking for. Doesn't matter. It's over. Spin the wheel. We're done. Yep. Okay. McDaniel's. Was it was McDaniel's in, in Vegas. Was but spin All the right, wheel. Is Lamar Jackson a Raven next year? Oh. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Because I think the team, it, it's pretty obvious. From Harbaugh to the GM to the owner, everybody wants him there. It was I think peculiar the only person Harbaugh, standing in his way is himself. It's weird that Harbaugh said the quote, though, like, yes, we want him back 200%. Okay, well, he gave you the figure that you have to pay him to guarantee you that he's back. So if you 200% want him back, why aren't you signing on the dotted line and bringing him back? I think that's more of a misstep as far as Harbaugh is concerned in the quote. Because you can't just surrender all that money if you're the Ravens to Lamar, especially after these last two seasons have been completely derailed because your health is not in order. Missed the playoffs two years ago because you missed the end of the season. Squeaked in this year with Tyler Huntley and almost beat the Bengals in Cincinnati, but ended up losing in the first round. So that's two years in a row now, Lamar, that our season, which in fairness has been propped up by your greatness, has come crashing down because of your absence. And that's why we can't give you all of the money that you're asking for right now. That's how I'd feel from it if I'm the Ravens. But I would also do everything in my power to try to bring this guy back. He is your franchise for the next four or five years. And you heard the story or the reports that he, Lamar, is involved in the process picking the new offensive coordinator that's an extension of power. That's an extension of an olive branch in my mind to say, hey, 
maybe we can't pay you as much as you want, but we'll let you in on these meetings. You can help handpick who's mm-hmm. going to be calling your offense this year. That's That goes a long way, I think, in quarterbacks' eyes and minds, is that they feel like a part of the organization instead of just a, a tool used by the organization. See, I, I agree that those are great points, but to me, it's Lamar standing in Lamar's way. How much is he going to think he's actually worth? That's you know a fair I mean? point. Like, right? Is he going to look at himself again and say, because remember, he's his own agent. There is no, there is no one like officially in his corner helping him out work out these deals. Is he going to see? Is he not going to be able to evaluate properly the season he had with all the missed games and a very, you know, remember people were picking him as the preseason MVP. And he didn't come close to that. And is he going to still say to himself, well, I could do it, so I deserve all this money. I deserve 250 somewhere in that neighborhood. You know, seven years, something like that. And the Ravens are going to say to themselves, we can't give you that. So I have a feeling the Ravens are going to do everything they can to get him back, but I don't think Lamar is going to be smart enough to get that deal done. And he's negotiating for himself. That's that's exactly what he's not smart enough to do it himself. And just to you know, I don't want to. People think we're picking on the market. I don't think most pro athletes are smart enough to deal. No, with that's these why they have agents. Exactly, and like, he doesn't. Like Brady's not smart enough to do this stuff. Maybe now he is, but in the early ages of his career, he wasn't. He had no idea. Manning had no idea. Like negotiating your own contract, I think, is something you do when you're in your late thirties and you've been around the block and you've seen what other agents do and you've kind of studied that part of it. Not this early in your career. You, you definitely need some right. help there. All right, one more spin okay. on the wheel here. All right, here we go. Big spin for this last one. Will Aaron Rodgers be wearing a different shade of green? Mm, I love that, and I got to say yes. Now, remember, this isn't, is he going to play for another team? It's is specifically, that, will oh. he be wearing a different <sighs> shade of green? I that say yes tough. because I think the Jets are the clear front runner as far as his suitor. Yeah, I think he'd love to go to New York, don't you? Like a lot of people shy away from that New York spotlight, yeah, he wants that it. New York media. He, would I mean, love right now he's. That. I mean, we all know he's a frequent guest on the McAfee Show, but he'll be everywhere if he's. He's in New been York. in Green Bay forever, uh-huh. Wisconsin. Like he's been in the middle of Wisconsin. nowhere. He's made Green Bay. Well, I don't want to say that because it's one of the most prestigious franchises, but you know what I mean. Like he's. I get what you're saying. Puts him on the map right. for this modern for decade. This, because for this millennia, yeah. yeah. because he's their quarterback. But in New York, I mean, you're on Saturday Night Live. Weekend update on random yeah. weekends. Like, you're, you're a superstar in the media capital of the world. So, I think he wants to go to New York. If that trade came across his desk and, and they were the like, Jets, hey, we got a deal from the Jets, do you give it the thumbs up? I think he gives it the thumbs up. And the Jets did the right thing by bringing in Hackett. Yep. Little Hackett's meant to be a coordinator, yeah. In front of him, a coordinator, not a coach. Exactly, and you had a great track record with Hackett before. By the way, Salah, different from Lafleur, not an offensive-minded head coach, defensive guy. Cut his teeth on the defensive side. Plus, they have the defense. It's not just like a defensive-minded guy, and they. But my point is, is like you can kind of do your thing on offense with Hackett, and not have to worry about a Lafleur button in all the time. They clearly have not gotten along your together. Mouth yeah, so I think <laughs> Sala, you know, can kind of not be hands off, but can kind of give more credence to Rodgers and Hackett as far as the offense is concerned. Where I think and I got and I got the defense. Yeah, and I got the defense, which by the way is 
maybe the best defense in football or becoming the best defense. How in have football. we not made that Lafleur connection yet? I think we have. I don't think so. Cram it up your cram hole, Lafleur. <laughs> All right, if you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all SNR podcasts like The Drive, um, Wolf and Starks when they're in season, The Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show, and many more. All of them available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the Pro Bowl. We didn't talk about the Pro Bowl on no, purpose because it's yeah, flag football. Who cares? I will watch a little bit, though. No, come on. I, will, I got, I got a boycott dad, after, dad, after the, uh, the, the Huntley Kenny Pickett news. not no. getting in? Yeah, not even... I don't care if it's not Kenny Pickett. How do you put in Tyler Huntley? Uh, I'm going to watch a little bit just because it's flag football and I want to see how ridiculous it looks. But I promise I'll turn it off before the 15-minute mark so that they don't get their, their Nielsen rating like, from it. And it's just, like, stupid because, like, how do you put in so many guys and then you only put in Cam Hayward because Chris Jones dropped out for the Super Bowl? So anyway, enjoy the Pro Bowl. I'm, I'm not Sunday. watching that, man. And we'll be back again next week. We'll start to really dig down into their Super Bowl preview. I cannot wait for Super Bowl week to get here. He's Jacob Frecht. I'm Tom Offerman, and this has been the Steelers Standard.